Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Augmentation of Man with Kent and Renee Miller, where we are bringing the future. And today we're going to talk about surviving a new era. That means we're coming into a new development, a new era, as it's called. And it's, how to survive it. It's a new period of time, a, a brand new period of time. And we've, we're transitioning, aren't we? We're transitioning no, yes. from an old era into a new era. There's going to be chaos. There's going to be lots of change, earth changes. Everything's coming into balance. Well, the Hopi said it all. The, the Hopi end of the fourth world, which we are now in. The end of the world, end of all worlds, in which the Hopi explained. Great catastrophes to the end of those particular eras, one, two, and three, and, and the fourth now. So knocking back the population of humans and the animals. Mostly humans. Yes, yeah, mostly humans. The great floods and fire. Um, animals usually are more in tune with what's going on, and yeah. so they will find the the most or, uh, secure place right. if they're not penned in that's the problem because yeah. if we pin in animals then in yeah. you know floods and things like that they tend not to survive yeah they're talking about uh, great floods and they're talking about fires such as volcanic activity and earthquakes and that has been amping up just Actually, very recently. yeah, yesterday in a, um, it was about a five hour period. There were two, seven, three plus um, oh, yeah. earthquakes and one 8.1 earthquake just north of New Zealand. So that gives much weight to last week's video when we said expect that we're going to see these wild weather changes and earthquakes and volcanic activity. Yeah. It's beginning. Yeah, and the volcanoes have been going off. I don't know if you know them all, but around the world, different places, just unbelievable. So man has become distant from his creator or his God. He has gone towards materialism and pushed God in the background. But isn't that what the Native Americans, especially the Hopi, we're familiar with the Hopi, um, isn't that what they've said? At the end of each yeah. cycle, God you see this right. drifting away from God, you, the creator. See, you see the greed, you see um, obnoxious behavior, the corruption. the corruption, all of that seems to end at the culmination or the, um, it seems to occur at the culmination or the end of these grand cycles. Yeah. So things will happen. And we're here to kind of enlighten you. And so um, my question recently, while Kent was in a, um, a trance and he was communicating with a spirit guide is um, what can we expect next? And the answer was precumbrances. Now, for people who, who've been with us a while, they understand we get words that are based in primarily Latin root words and they're expanded upon. 
you know, new suffixes are added, prefixes are added. Um, it's more of a, a fluid language. So it's not limited. So we have to kind of break out of that, the box that we hold ourselves in to, um, to hold the, all the rules of grammar. It's not that way in the universe. It's very, it's a very um, fluid type of language in which they construct on the spot to be able to um, accurately describe something. Yeah, and this is not to scare anyone. This is showing you how to, we're doing this to show you how to survive it and give you hope mm -hmm. that there is the other side. There's a good thing, a, a great world on the other side. So we have to be aware and be prepared. And there is going to be a mass exodus in different places in the world. Mm -hmm. So, and this this word that they gave us, precumbrances, what it means is the time before the time of trouble or um, the time where it's going to be difficult. So, this is the time that we need to take to prepare while we still have the resources to do it and um, be prepared to ride out some. Um, difficult times as earth is rebalancing mm -hmm. and cleansing herself. And so we're going to go into um, some of the things that Kent saw and, and what he received in his uh, meditative state for his trance. And um, so it's not to instill fear, but rather to educate people as to what to expect. And then you can more adequately be able to prepare for those things. Yeah. So she asked mostly about North America, even though I saw things around the world. And when I saw North America, I saw the West Coast slumping off into the ocean, not the ocean overcoming it, but going into the ocean. It's along the ocean fronts and things like that. What about and, and Oregon, be, Washington area? Uh, all the West Coast, okay. basically. And so the West Coast will be divided into islands, basically, because the waters will come in and take over many low-lying places. So the um, ocean, I was told, in meditation, will occupy its place as it was in antiquity. There's a lot of places around the United States that have saline beds. There's salt beds. And so, well, even in the high, the high areas of Colorado, well, there's salt beds there. We're, we're, there was an yeah. ocean there at one time. But we're looking at this. The salt and the, the salt and sea, I think. Salt and sea, and Lake Utah, Lake, uh, uh, Salt Lake City, Salt Lake City, those are in all, Utah. Yeah. Those are all areas that the ocean existed 180 million years or ago. So, yeah. Those are um, what we would expect the ocean to return to. Now, um, you did yeah. see like um, the West Coast being inundated with water coming inland. How far inland? Well, I don't know exactly how far inland, but I saw California, because I guess we were concerned about that. I call most of California will become an island. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how far inland it'll come, but I kept seeing 
we could go to the ocean very easily when we lived in Colorado. <laughs> yes. And also, I do remember where you had received a message um, for the Hopi that the, the oceans oh, yeah. would lap their shores. Yeah, the oceans so, would lap the shores, which they live in northern Arizona, northeast yeah. Arizona. Yeah. So we would expect the ocean to come in at least that far on the West Coast. Now, that will be the most devastating there. Yeah, now it's all, all going to be covered with ocean because there's going to be islands islands and inlets and mm -hmm. the low parts of the land and stuff like this will be, mm -hmm. will be overtaken, but there'll be islands all over. Now, what about the East Coast? The East Coast, I, I saw the East Coast being underwater. Mm -hmm. And you can almost say it was an island because I saw the Mississippi getting four, at least four times bigger than what it is. And wider. Cutting, and, you know, wider and cutting off the East Coast. But from, would, from, would from you say States. that... Um, so it could become a big, one big like, island. Almost like the United States well, is split in yeah, half? No, oh. not in half. Okay. When the Mississippi comes. Okay. So, and then what about Florida? Florida, most of it's going to be underwater. Mm -hmm. What about the Gulf Coast around Texas Gulf Coast area? I saw, well, at least along the coast will be underwater, such as Houston and the Gulf Coast cities. But I saw a, uh, a wave um, approximately nine stories, eight stories high come in the Gulf. And so... Um, You'd also received some information about a new landmass coming up around yeah, Australia. Saw, yeah, a, a, a landmass near Australia will come up out of the ocean and basically it'll be huge. And uh, it will be a new landmass which people from Earth can live on once it starts growing mm -hmm. vegetation. And so um, we were also told that there would be more water covering the surface of the earth and less yeah. land than there is currently. The water was spread out. It's not going to become 40 days and 40 nights rain. The water will spread out mm -hmm. more and cover the, a lot of the lands that are now above the water. Mm -hmm. And many of the lands that are underwater will come up. Now, this is predicted to happen after the change of the axis, right? Yes, when the land masses begin to move. And so um, that shift of ocean water is supposed to stabilize the earth mm -hmm. after that shift of the axis. Yes, and it, it will stabilize. And then as I saw things happening, I don't know when, but a um, large amount of uh, volcanic activity far up north in Canada and up farther north, but then it'll become very dry up there. Mm -hmm. And you more recently saw a lot of icy um, weather over the, the yes. United yeah. States, yeah. more more pervasively yeah. and, cold. Right, and that happened before we had the big storm here. So I, I, I saw this land becoming very snowy. Mm -hmm. the United States in the whole. Okay. And um, then you saw South America 
breaking off. Right, and it'll be at the weakest point. <clears throat> um, I think. You saw well, that originally <coughs> around the Del Rio River, yeah, but yeah, then but more recently Rio you Grand, saw it, or the Rio Grande, I'm sorry, but more recently you saw that down more southern, yeah, uh, but you weren't sure if that was two right, breaks but I, but I saw or one. Break off. Definitely South America breaking off from North America. Okay. And um, Japan, unfortunately, I saw Japan totally go into the ocean. Mm -hmm. So um, we've also been told that the rain patterns will change. So areas that were dry before will now start getting rain. And those uh, areas that were traditionally, is, that received yeah, a lot more rain will world, now become more arid. This is world. This is world. This is world. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, much shifting of the land and you know rising yeah all these volcanic activity um, and all the earthquakes are going to going to break the lands loose they'll begin to move and so they are um and then we were also told that um to stay out of the big cities that the cities would be drained away we really weren't sure what that meant but as time evolves, you start to see the developing picture. You start to see a lot of the fighting and the chaos and, and uh, things that break down yeah, a society. Like shark circling in the water. <laughs> and, and we were told that there's going to be bad people like sharks circling in the water and, and they're circling other people. So um, what we would encourage you to do is just take this information and try to um, plan how to um, to survive in a way that you're going to be drawing closer to the earth and you okay. can um, you can have peace within keep up team up with your neighbors and learn how to share that's so important mm -hmm. that you team up with your neighbors and share with each other what each other has. So um, just to be sure that we're not, you know, we don't want to instill fear per se, but we want to be able to pass on the visions and the, um, the messages that we got so that people have an opportunity to prepare so that they can move through this period of great change with more ease. And so um, we have to understand that earth is rebirthing and we're moving into a new cycle. And with that new cycle, even the landmass has to change to mirror the vibration that is being brought forth. So it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around that, that the earth has the yeah. crust has to move yeah. and change and the surface of the earth has to change so that it it is a vibrational match to where we're going and what we will be learning about in the future but that is what they've told us and so we want you to uh, think about stocking up on the food and the supplies um and you know that goes for 
all kinds of supplies, your shampoos and soaps and, and everything that you use. But think about it in a way that is going to be earth friendly. How to make your own. How, you, yeah, you could make your own or you could stock up on something that is, is more earth friendly and natural. Yeah, so so. Um, there's lots of those products out there today. If you don't have time to make your own or you don't have the will to make your own, but that is where we're moving into is a natural world. And we will be studying that natural world. So even when you're, you're thinking about replacing your flooring, painting, everything, think about what you can use that is more natural. And that will help you move into this new cycle. Um, so earth is... Um, rebalancing, cleansing, raising vibration, reconfiguring landmass. But we cannot stop it. We have to learn. And the teachers will come from the in, indigenous people, the ones that live now like they did before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not the ones that go to 7-Eleven, get their food and things like this. Okay. So we have to search out teachers or they will come to us as things develop, mm -hmm. get, get more chaotic. So with that, I would say, treat each other with respect, mm -hmm. whether it be indigenous or not indigenous, treat each other with respect. And so, not only the indigenous, peoples will be teaching the ones who have, um, you know, you, maybe we inherited this uh, culture of being disconnected from the earth and from the natural way. But we can learn from the indigenous peoples, but we can also learn from, there are going to be, after all these changes happen, there's gonna be a mass exodus of people and it's simply because they are not ready to make that quantum leap into this next conceptual cycle. And they know that on a soul level, they have, they already know it. And they've made that decision. Some of them made that decision and others, it's not even a question of if they can choose, it's just they're plain and simple, not ready. And so, um, after these changes, we will have other beings that will be coming to help us from outside the earth and teaching us new ways and, and a lot of new things, but we will also be having the beings that live under the surface of the earth, who are the true indigenous peoples of the earth. Mm -hmm. They will also be teaching us how to bond with the earth in new ways, how to take care of the earth, how uh, they will be teaching us spiritual things and, and intellectual things. We will be learning on a, a much more accelerated rate. And we cannot stop this change. Mm -hmm. Neither can science or um, type of meditation or 
jumping up and down inside of a circle no. or anything. We cannot stop. The Green New Deal change. is not going to stop it. Green New Deal is not going to do anything. Because this. this is originating from Creator. This has been decided eons ago. It is in the plan that it was is. made long before our inception. And um, the, the vibrational instructions, the word that has come from the creator has already arrived here. The vibration is here and has already set in motion these changes. These are coming whether we want it or not. It's our job to accept the changes. It's our job to acquiesce to the changes and to just move out of the way and let earth do what she needs to do. Yeah, I also got in the area where Egypt is located, I got, it will open and, and it will open like in ancient times where knowledge will pour out and it, it'll come quickly and we will begin learning why things are the way they are. That's going to be exceptionally interesting. So you probably lose a lot of sleep <laughs> out of this, but... Uh, We've been told that <laughs> it'll be awesome enlightenment. Awesome, yeah, enlightenment. awesome enlightenment. New medical technology, new technologies. If you're into the green and, and um, you know, we've, we've kind of sounded, yeah, well, I think in the past, way, like we're, we're into green, we're not into green, yeah, but right. I tell you, we're into green, but we, we do know the difference. Solar does pollute no. the earth. The, the way that they're processing it. The thing it. is, they want us to go, and I got this early, uh, mm -hmm. probably 2008 or whatever, magnetics is the next big right. thing, it is the way to harness the, the energy of the future. That's totally green. Yes. And, and so, you know, because we have um, said, you know, carbon is not, what we need to be concerned about right now. And we've had solar, Our, we, we've had a house that was completely powered by solar. But the thing is, is that it has an expiration date and they have to dump it in the ground and it has pollutants in it. So it's not as green as it has been sold to us. Windmills, also have their issues you know they kill birds well, and kill birds it's but it's the materials the materials rust and we're gonna to have to rebuild them and what do you do with the rusted material which you had to dig out of the ground it's make? not I mean, it's not it's, really even yeah. i think that you know when you talk about production and you know the united states has got laws in place the environmental laws that are meant to protect the earth. In past years, we've sent businesses over to other countries where they have no laws and it has ended up being more polluting to the earth because there are no laws at all. So um, the, we have known for a long time <laughs> that we have this new technology coming and that is that everything will run on magnetics. So, um, you know, we want to clarify that it's um, our 
the way that we have discussed um, technology in the present is be knowing that right around the corner, we've got <laughs> magnetics coming. All right, with that, if we want to take time just to go over some of the things you need to have on hand, possibly. And so that'd be uh, no non-hybrid seeds. So mm -hmm. you can you can grow, and we've talked about this in other videos before this, and, and everything. A plant light that you can you can grow bean sprouts without a plant light if you've got an enclosed space where you can say either heat it by a fire uh, or electrical, but you can heat that space for a period of days and have these nice bean sprouts which you can eat. Uh, high mm -hmm. high in protein and any dry beans will do it um, yeah. mung beans you know you name it there's probably hundreds of varieties yeah. of beans yeah you can catch fish most any place that has fish you can catch them and you can have uh, raised chickens for your own mm -hmm. if you can have chickens uh, there's many things that you can make and 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 try out and sometimes it's just fun just trying new recipes, except when they're not good. You got to feed to your spouse. And yeah. <laughs> but most, most he usually likes my learn. food. <laughs> you know, um, learn how anyway. to grow your own food. Learn, we, we learn gardening and how to grow your own food. It's important to know how to store food too, because yeah. you know, you'll get bugs in, in things. And so to, to find, containers to put your food in um, that have a seal, a good seal on them. And there's ways, um, some people add um, bay leaf to their food stores to keep bugs out. Um, you can get dry ice and you fill up um, your container three quarters full, put the dry ice in it and then fill it up to the top with your stores of food. And then put the lid on, let it sit for 20 minutes and then seal it up. And that'll take all the uh, oxygen out of your container yeah. so that bugs won't survive. Yeah. You can research a lot of this online. Yeah, or Google it while you still have Google. Yeah. And, and they'll tell you a lot of things that you can do. And you need a purification water system. You need something that will purify water that is drinkable and won't make you sick. With all these earth changes, We've been told that um, fresh, clean water will be very difficult to come by. In fact, Kent had a vision where he said people were putting their finger up to their tongue and like their tongue was dry, they're thirsty. Mm -hmm. And so it's important to prepare for that and, and um, possibly think in the line of like harvesting the rain and what you can do, rain barrels, but um, water is going to be a big issue. And again, we've mentioned this on a previous video. There, there are YouTubes that um, talk about making your own well with PVC and it's um, so not that difficult. It's on, it's on YouTube. Yeah, and that. so you can look into yeah. that as well. Um, we're it, talking about as the earth begins to shift, we're talking about gas lines more likely will break. And mm -hmm. not just in your front of your house, but I'm talking at source and everything. And know how to turn off your gas 
mm-hmm. at your house if you have to and know how to turn off your water lines. You should have a turn off just right before the water goes into the house, not out at the meter because people have had problems. They break off the valve at the meter and then the water can't be shut off. So you have to spend what, $35, $40 to put a valve on, on the water line near your house, okay? There's always a way, alternate, find an alternate way to cook. Uh, if, if you have a barbecue, you can fill it full of wood and whatever wood you need to cook whatever you have. So, it, bar, you know, briquettes won't be around wherever things go bad, but wood will. And so we're, we're being told that um, fuel supplies will be in short supply. So you may not be able to get the propane. Um, if you have propane, uh, you know, a big tank, keep it full so that, you know, you can um, be able to, um, to at least have that source of energy during that time, especially when you live in the cold. Yeah, yeah for women. When, well, the cold. Yeah, yeah, you went. You know, the biggest problem is if you don't have fuel to heat your house, and a lot of the cold areas have propane, natural gas, or oil, um, you're going to be in trouble in the winter time. So you need to have a backup plan. Make sure you've got a wood, wood burning stove if you need to put in a wood burning stove. You know, these sort of things can help you prepare. The wood burning stove in the past had a cooking surface on the top. That would be perfect because, you know, if you end up um, needing to have an alternate source um, to cook your food, you can use that as well. Yeah. So with that, uh, you should have some success on, on fulfilling these things. And you can let us know if you have, or if you said, well, I went to do this and the thing fell apart. Maybe we can help you. <laughs> and you don't need to go overboard, but yeah. concentrate on the preservation of life, survival. Yeah. You know, your food, warmth are number one. Um, if you've got medications, I would highly recommend that it, yeah. it's really hard to stock up on medications because it's all, you know, the insurance company will only give 30 days at a time or a maximum of 90 if you're in a mail-in order um, type of situation. But get to know what kind of herbs can be used in place of the current medications you're on and um, do your research, know how to preserve them, know how to prepare them. And there's lots of books out there on it. There's lots of um, instructional videos on on um, the internet. So um, now these pre-made food um, supplies that you get for like survival type of food yeah. supplies. They don't have the calories which you probably need. Uh, they are good temporary use for food, but they're not for long-term, but they do keep a long they time. They keep a long time. Yeah, 12, as much as 25 but, years. But when you're researching it, look for your calorie count because that was one thing when we were looking into it, that some of them only have a daily um, calorie um, supply of like 1200 calories, which is really low. 
And one that we found um, is a Patriot Supply has a, a um, one of their lines has 2000 calories a day. Not all of them. You've got yeah, to, you've got to do your research on that. So you want to check into that. It is expensive to go that way. I found personally that it's, it was much more economical, more flexible, and it's more the way that you eat just to stock up on your dry beans, rice, pasta, all of that stuff keeps a long time. You just got to um, put it in sealed containers to keep the bugs out and keep it from getting uh, damp or, you know, humid. You can take um, these um, silicone packages that you get in your vitamin jars and your medication jars and stuff like that and throw it in there to help keep the moisture out of the food. Um, next page you're going this for women. So, okay. so guys do this. <laughs> so women who are menstruating, you still need to think about what you're going to do during times when you may not be able to get products at the store. And so um, I remember <laughs> my grandmother talking about there were like six girls in her family and um they, and this is where the term on the rag comes from. They would use rags. And so um, historically that has significance. Do we want to go back to that? Well, maybe not, but you can maybe purchase reusable ones online, um, reusable pads online. Another source, if you're if you've got babies at home, you can use cloth diapers and yeah. so um, what just you can't fold them up. Anything online, well, online no longer exists for all this turmoil. Then you've got to think, okay, what can I use? Yeah, yeah, and that includes with toilet paper. Yeah, and um, so um, we stocked up on hair dye bottles for um, personal bidets. And so uh, if you go to the beauty supply and just buy you some um, hair dye bottles. Buy one with curved? Yeah, they, they yeah. do have um, one now that has a curved tip. And so it makes it a little more handy <laughs> for getting into places. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and, and also we've even seen in, um, in East Indian places where they have taken, you know, the sprayer that you use in the kitchen sink to like hose down your sink, they have um, put that into the um, the flexible tubing on the toilet that delivers yeah, the water like to the it, toilet. Like the trainers, trainers have those. And, it, and that's it's, really it's a bidet. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's not a fancy one. <laughs> but you're gonna get extra in handle because they the last a little while and they break. So that's the experience. It, yeah, it, especially <laughs> in the cold. If you're in, in cold, cold climates, yeah. those those little knobs that you the, the, yeah, the handles break um, with the cold weather. So kids' shoes, kids' clothing, mm -hmm. you like have to do it for some time. Now, this isn't permanent. This is, we're not sure how long this will last, but it will affect most everybody. Yeah, there are many books on on these different things that we discussed. Uh, farm equipment. Get together with your neighbors. 
and see what skills each one has. Mm -hmm. Each one has a particular type of skill. And form a little group with your neighbors that you get along with and say, gee, you have a tractor or no, you don't, or you can um, cook real well. But everyone in that skill group will have a particular skill and you'll find a use for that. You know, it brings to mind um, when we first moved here, we live in an area where there's hurricanes and um, the neighbors talked about a major hurricane that had come through before we lived here. And they, they said, you know, it was one of the, the happiest memories that they had. And the reason why was because, and, and this is, they were without power for like three weeks. Everybody pulled together. Everybody pulled together and they would have barbecues going with three or four houses congregating at one neighbor's house, throwing all their meat on the barbecue and you know, one person would make uh, some other, you know, side dish and another yeah. person would make something else, but they all chipped in and they had these wonderful memories of these neighborhood get togethers every night just to have dinner together. And it was, yeah. it was actually in adverse so, times, it was really a, a beautiful yeah. thing. So chaos, nature's chaos can actually bring everyone together. Mm -hmm. And this is what we need right now. We need everyone to be brought together, respect each other and share. So one last thing I want to address is that with changing times, it always brings a lot of stress. And so, you know, it's the stress of the unknown. This, we are being assured that these are the positive changes. It's not a negative, it is a positive change. We just have to change the way that we perceive, we perceive it. it. Yes. And so when we're feeling stressed, there are some things that we can do to help um, de-stress, but also to improve our health because that stress has a direct impact, a negative impact on our immune system. So we don't want to add to the stress by getting sick. So stocking up on vitamins is a good idea. Um, making sure that you're eating highly nutritious foods. So that goes back to doing your own gardening, making sure you've got good soil and it's uh, amended well so that you know, you can compost and, and amend your soil so that it has those nutrients to provide um, for a, a real healthy um, vegetable uh, that you will be harvesting and eating. And so um, learn how to garden, get some garden books. Um, exercising is a good way to relieve stress. Even if you're just going for a walk, it helps. Yeah, meet your neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, grounding, get your feet, your bare feet on the ground and um, ground with the earth because yeah. the earth's new vibration will come up through your feet and help to raise your own vibration. Yeah, be sure you don't ground yourself on an ant pile. <laughs> <laughs>
and um, herbal medicine, there's um, valerian, which um, helps to lower stress. It does smell like stinky feet. Yeah, it smells like the socks after wearing them in the gym several times in high school. <laughs> or it smells like the high school gym. Or, but it, or the locker room. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and, and learn how to prepare it. You can get it in capsules, um, but you still will have some of that smell coming through. After a while, though, you do adapt to it. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, it, it takes a, on more of an earthy sort of a smell. Well, to you, it still smells bad to me, but, but it does I, work. I tincture it, and um, yeah. there's lots of books that you can self-teach how to tincture just, yeah, you your You just won't your have herbs. any friends for about an hour and a half. Here. <laughs> I don't know which, which is worse, the valerian or, or the, the garlic. <laughs> And so um, there's other things, blue vervain, um, which is also, um, uh, oh, I can't think of it. It goes by a different name. I yeah. just can't think of it right now, but blue vervain is another one that helps to um, de-stress and yeah. it's kind of, it's a, has a sedative effect. Um, supplements like L-lysine help to, um, help your body to yeah. deal with stress better. And um, also there's a number of sleep aids out there that herbal. are herbal. Remember, we have to keep in mind that we're moving into learning about the natural world. And so this is all going to be just moving in that direction where we just kind of naturally ease into that next cycle and we align to it. So, and um, one last thing that we don't wanna forget because we don't have pets right now, but for people who have livestock and animals, pets, well, you livestock do- Well, livestock the grasses, but such as dogs and cats, they have found in Chernobyl in Russia that there's cats still living there in the secluded area and they're finding their own food. They're doing quite well. And what dogs are there are finding their own food. They don't need the medicines that we give them, but when they're out on their own and there's no humans around them, they find their own food. Even with the radiation, this yeah. was an interesting document um, documentary. Um, where the animals didn't seem to be affected as much as the humans were. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, the animals were surviving quite well. Yeah. And their populations were increasing. were increasing. That's right. And they weren't having the mutations, which is very interesting. But yeah, so. do stock up on things that you need to feed and take care of your animals um, and uh, supplies also. Okay. So um with that it's a little long-winded but we're trying to get this information out now um and not wait till after things totally get chaotic but to give you some heads up to look around your environment look at your neighbors and meet your neighbors and start talking, you yeah, know, kind of open a conversation, conversation up. Is called. Yeah. yeah, communication. Kind of <laughs> put your feelers out there and see how open they are to yeah. it. You know, um, 
the Mormons actually um, have several examples of uh, what we can do to prepare. And one of them was that um, I remember somebody talking about that they took these index cards, like a recipe card, and they put the um, people's names on them and they listed, they had each person list what their skill set was, what, what they were able to do and what things they had that they were willing to share. And so like if they had, um, you know, garden tools or, you know, tractor, whatever the the, uh, equipment might be. But that's kind of uh, something to contemplate too in a larger community, then you um, can contact the appropriate people for the task at hand. we, We did this when we lived in Colorado, put together a group of people that had skill sets. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, we thank you for being with us today. And we hope that we've enlightened you. And so um, we want to thank you for for being here and listening to us. And uh, we wish you <laughs> peace on your journey to enlightenment. Have a good day. Bye now.